Welcome to the High Speed Podcast, the official podcast of the High Speed Alliance, taking you further, faster, together. We are setting our course for freedom and legacy through mastery of business, finance, family, and lifestyle. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Forrest Bryant with the High Speed Podcast, and we are very excited today to have our special guest on, uh, Carl Fisher with Camaplan. How are you doing today, Carl? Hey, I'm doing great, Forrest. Thanks a lot for inviting me. Well, I'm, I'm so excited about, about, about having you on. This is, uh, uh, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, and I think it's one of your favorite things. We're going we're gonna to hit self-directed IRA accounts at, plus some, some, other, uh, some other pearls and tips and gems uh, along the way. But uh, if you're tuning in, uh, thank you for listening to the High Speed Podcast sponsored by High Speed Alliance. We are doing this to help our members and our listeners gain freedom and legacy through mastering their business, finances, lifestyle, and family. So thank you for listening. We got a lot of really, really good stuff for you today. So uh, Carl, let's just jump right on into it. So uh, give us a little bit of your, of your background and tell us a little bit about Camaplan. Uh, sure. Um, I'm uh, the oldest of 12 kids. Uh, I used to launch rockets at Kennedy Space Center I uh, went to uh, Cornell University, met my wife at the Space Center. We went on to have four uh, children, and I've got uh, four grandkids right now and a fifth due at the end of the month, uh, you know, in two weeks, uh, another grandson. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, And basically, I like to hunt and fish. And uh, ha- have a good time, uh, as you well know, uh, doing those things, as well as helping people uh, and increase their net worth and cash flow uh, now and in the future. Yeah, but, we, uh, we've, got, we've got a lot in common, don't we, Carl? <laughs> we do, and that's probably why we're together, you know. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about Cama plan and, you know, self-directed IRA company and, and how it happened. And it also ties in a little bit with the family is my mom and dad were in real estate, their mom and dads were in real estate. So it's kind of a, you know, been a family uh, heirloom or in the family DNA, if you, if you want to talk about it, but my dad died fairly young at 60 years old. Uh, like a lot of realtors, he died land rich cash poor. Uh, I took a leave of absence from, uh, my job, uh, at the space center and went down and helped my mom. I found out there was a note that had defaulted, uh, and was sitting at 28% return. Um, I, uh, needed to pay it off. So I went on into the newspaper and found money to lend because the estate wasn't, uh, settled at this point. So it was a little bit tough to get a loan. And I found a piece of property that he had and we, you know, it was a nice property. It was a 30% loan to value. And the guy put the mortgage on it in a couple of days and he charged me 12%. Uh, So I brought the rate down from 28 to 12, felt really good about that. Stopped the bleeding. I finished off the estate paperwork, got everything under control, called him back up in about uh, 11 months and said, Hey, I'll let you keep this loan. If, you drop the rate from 12 to seven because I can refinance it at six. I just don't want to go through the hassle. 
He said, no, I get 12 to 18%. You only got the 12% because it was a great LTV. And I said, yeah, I know, but now you have to find somebody else to put the money in. You have to make sure he's going to pay and, uh, and you won't foreclose, you know. He says, no, I was hoping to foreclose on you. That was the main reason I gave, gave the loan. I wanted the property and it would have been a great return. So, uh, and it's only gonna take me a few minutes uh, to get another loan out there on the street and it's gonna be higher than 12%. So go ahead and pay me off. So that, that kind of opened up my eyes to, you know, I always thought the worst thing is you'd have to foreclose on somebody. And he taught me, hey, the best thing you can do is foreclose on somebody. And uh, the reason I say that is because he lent that money from his IRA. Hmm. So I said, that's interesting. I paid him back. I called the, uh, I called the people up. And uh, when I called them, they said, you can't call here. This isn't for you. And I said, well, you don't even know me, you know, except for the fact that I borrowed money. And he said, uh, yeah, but we don't do this for everybody. Please don't call back. <laughs> so, you know, then I called the IRS and found out a little story up there. And I heard one of them say, yeah, there's something about it, but uh, we don't know much about it. Uh, so now, now it's really got me intrigued. I figured I could make a lot more money doing that than, than working at the Space Center. And man, Space Launch was going down. And as that happened, I... Um, I came upon the internet was coming in then when it was all scratchy and, you know, in the mid 90s and found out about self-directed IRAs. I started doing it. Like I said, I had a large family, had a lot of friends at the space center. So I started doing it there. And then they said, open up in a company. Uh, I couldn't do the back end finance stuff uh, in the website, but my sister just graduated Villanova and I, she was doing the investing too and liked it. So she said, well, I'll help you do it. So Cama Plan was born uh, at, that, at that point in time and we've uh, never looked back. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm an engineer and scientist. I'm not very good at selling, but it's a great product. So uh, we're successful in spite of ourselves. That, uh, Carl, I love that story. I've heard it. I've heard it a few times, and uh, it it just uh, there's so many lessons that you can take from from your uh, acuity in seeing and and having open eyes and and realizing uh, just the you know, the serendipity that that happened to you and that you were able to. To, to look at that situation and, and see this private lender who's lending out of his IRA and just, and say, I want to learn how to do that. And then not only learn how to do it, but it, 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 it changed the trajectory of your life and your, uh, and created a company that you're able to help so many people with now. So it's, uh, I, I love it. I love it. That what, what, what year approximately was that when you, when you kind of had that Eureka aha moment? Well, that was uh, around 1995 uh, when that happened. And I started trying to find out a lot of information. And everybody I uh, talked to basically said, hey, you don't want to do this. They'll run off with your money and they'll um, do a, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. They'll go to Aruba. You can't protect it. You know, it's complicated. I'm not even sure it's legal. So it did, 
so it did take me a couple of, you know, two years to really get into it. And then I ran a, ran a test case. I call it toe dipping. And I mm -hmm. lent some money to my friend and uh, he built a bay onto his shop and then paid me back. Okay. So Carl, uh, you know, a lot of those misconceptions, they're, they're, they're still out there. A lot of people really on, on main street investors, they still don't, um, you know, they still don't know about some, some of this self-direction and, and, and how it differs from traditional investing. So, you know, just on a high level, you know, how does, how does uh, CAMA plan or, or self-directed custodian, how does that differ from, um, you know, uh, any of the other uh, uh, retirement plans or IRA types of, uh, that, that, that can be set up? Great, great question, Forrest. I appreciate that. The main thing that makes CAMA plan different is we don't sell any assets and we allow individuals to buy uh, pretty much anything that they want except life insurance and collectibles. Uh, if you talk about self-direction to, to the people you're talking about, the brokerage houses, Fidelity, Vanguards, Merrill's, et cetera, they'll let you self-direct, but only self-direct into what they sell. Mm -hmm. uh, so they make a really nice niche for us. Anybody that wants to buy real estate or other alternative assets have that capability to do that with us, you know, including real precious metals opposed to ETFs and things like that. So mm -hmm. uh, self-direction um, is great from a robust, uh, uh, strong IRA and the fact that you can really diversify it and you can pick things that you're good at investing where your knowledge is. And not everybody is good in stocks and bonds, uh, you know, and I'm one, like I said a little earlier, I have real estate in my DNA. So when I can get tax free or tax deferred real estate, it's a real boon uh, to, my, to my net worth. Um, you can have Roth accounts or traditional IRAs that can be self-directed. You can have business IRAs such as SEPs and SIMPLES be self-directed. You can have spousal IRAs or, or children uh, custodial IRAs that can be self-directed. Solo 401ks, group 401ks, uh, uh, defined benefit plans. Uh, my favorite out there is health savings accounts. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the only ones that are tax deductible going in and tax free coming out uh, for medical expenses. And they can be used at any time in your life when, when you need them. Mm -hmm. So there's quite a few things that you, quite a few accounts you can utilize and uh, for self-direction and even put, put together and join together to make a, uh, a larger investment as an example and bring smaller accounts in, into different uh, investments that require uh, additional money. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And I, I love the distinction you made. You know, there's, there's, there's such a misperception. A lot of people say, when you bring up self-direction and say, oh yeah, mine's self-directed. I can pick whatever stock or whatever mutual fund or, or I, 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 it's self-directed, but uh, we're talking about something totally different here. Yeah, so, I, call uh, that, I call that you get to pick from the menu. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I, uh, as you know, I'm, I, I'm a big fan. And, um, so let's just, let's go down, let's go a little bit deeper on that. So, uh, you know, what types of investments do you see? We talked about, uh, no collectibles, no life insurance. 
and uh, you know, we said real estate and metals, but let's go down a little bit deeper there. So, you know, what do you see uh, some of your investors uh, in Cama plan? What types of investments uh, do you see them holding? Um, well, you know, when, when you say real estate, uh, there's residential, there's single family homes, there's apartments, there's condominiums, there's commercial real estate, industrial real estate, office space, retail space, uh, even raw land, instead of putting the money in a, in a CD, people will buy land thinking the appreciation is going to be better on that. Hmm. So you have that. The other, the other one that I really like are, are notes and mortgages. Um, you know, first and seconds or thirds, secured or unsecured cured notes. Uh, they can be new ones. If somebody's buying a house, they can be discounted notes from the bank. You know, back in 2008 and nine, the banks ended up with all these uh, defaulted loans that they were selling at pennies on the dollar and people turned those around. They have balloon notes. They have uh, interest-only notes, amortizing notes. It really, you know, I think that's one of the places that, that people uh, like today because it's easy and they don't have the tenants and the toilets associated with them. But then the other thing, too, is a lot of people uh, form what we call private placements, be that a limited partnership or an LLC uh, or a joint venture. And if they don't have enough money or if they want to minimize their risk, remember I was talking to you about the toe dipping when I first got into self-direction, a lot of times four or five or 10 people will get together and then invest, you know, put a little bit of money in there and invest in, in one asset just to see how they like it and, and not risk it. And that's another way that, that people do toe dipping, but then they're also learning from a, from the rest of the group. So the, um, so the learning curve is, is a little bit, bit faster, mm. faster that way. And a lot of times they have a mentor or somebody that helps them. And then of course we have precious metals, gold, silver. Um, we have, you know, some people that have sold, uh, Eagles tickets and, uh, um, llamas and gas and oil rights. And, uh, you know, pretty much anything that's out there that isn't life insurance or collectible that's wow. going to make money for them. Uh, so it just makes the world available to them. Uh, I love it. I love it. So, uh, you know, if, if, if we've got a listener out there who, uh, is just getting started with their self-directed IRA, you know, what are some, what are some real easy things to kind of toe dip into? What would you, what would you, uh, advise somebody that's, that's, that's new to this? Uh, what, what are some of the really easy things to, to get started with? Well, I think, uh, I think a simple note, you know, secured by mortgage, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of unsecured notes, but you can do a short term note, you know, six months to a year, look at the interest rate that you're getting on it, compare that to a CD, and then decide if that's the business that that you want to get into. Um, there's probate housing, uh, you know, that you get after, um, you know, if you want to move up and, and you want to you know, buy and hold rental property, you can do that. Um, you know, pretty much anything but stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Uh, I do a lot with tax liens, um, you know, and you can buy one of those for $10 or less in some states, but, you know, you can get a, you can get a bunch of them for under $300. So you can buy one or two of those and just, just give it a try, you know, and see if this 
you know, because so many people have their advisors tell them this isn't legal, um, you know, that it's risky and that it's complex. Uh, if they still are saying it's not legal, you know, after reading about Mitt Romney's hundred million dollar IRA mm. and all the books and IRS publications that are available out there today, and and the the uh, Bloomberg and the and the television shows that talk about this stuff, if you just Google it, you know, they're way off base. But um, is it risky? I'm not sure if it's risky or not. I I think risk is a result of lack of knowledge. So I think this is less risky because as I told you, my knowledge on real estate is high. Um, there's not as many variables for me as in the stock market. So I don't think it's risky. And if people think it's complex, you know, we're here to help them, you know, step right through the, uh, the paperwork to, you know, and to, to buy one of these different assets. Mm -hmm. And most people find it gratifying to buy something that's tangible and shareable um, and that they can kind of count on the, uh, the return uh, to be a little bit more reliable than the ups and downs of the stock market. Yeah. Uh, 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 that's just excellent. And um, um, I know you and I are going to have a, have a little discussion on tax liens on the, uh, on the members only session on the, on the background. We won't go any deeper on that right now, but um, um, I'm really interested in learning some more about that from you. So uh, that'll be for, for, for members only on the back end. But um, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about leverage. Um, it's a, it's a little controversial about using leverage inside an IRA. What, what, what are your thoughts on, uh, on, on, on purchase, purchasing properties like a rental property or a business property with leverage inside of a, uh, of IRA? Um, I know you, you bring up the word UBIT on there. Uh, if you if you have to pay UBIT, to me, it's a good thing because uh, you're making a good return uh, in, in most cases. I don't let it concern me. I give it to the uh, uh, accountants and it's very, very minimal uh, in most cases to none. So don't let that, don't let that bother you. Uh, especially if you're already in the high tax brackets, you know, the 35 or 40% tax brackets, th then it's of no concern at all. What you really want to look at is what's your return? What are you getting on your cash on cash or IRR after the taxes? And in, in all the cases I've seen thus far, it's definitely better than, than other investments that people were thinking about investing into. So, um, I think using leverage, just like you use leverage on the outside world, is 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 great. Now, I was um, I was out on the West Coast, and I see a lot of people on the West Coast buying property uh, without any leverage, even their homes and their rental properties, et cetera, and they're paying you know three quarters of a million dollars. I was talking to one guy; he had close to four million dollars tied up in real estate with no loans. And I'm, and I'm sitting there going, if you took 4 million and just gave out, you know, and took mortgages on that and then found some, somebody that you could, you know, lend money out at 10% for a rehab or something like that. Um, how much money are you leaving on the table by doing that? That mm -hmm. equity in that house is not money working for you. Uh, I want money working for me and I like to use the leverage because I get a better return and it's pretty much that simple even with you bit. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree uh, 100%. That's just dead money and lazy money that's not working for you. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. So you mentioned risk. Um, uh, you know, what's, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, a lot of people say that, uh, you know, real estate is, is riskier than the stock market. And, and, and you mentioned just your, your knowledge base and your history. Um, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, my, my thoughts on that is to invest in what you know and understand where mm-hmm. your experience and your wisdom is, right? I want you to take control yourself. So many people leave their financial, uh, their financial goals up to somebody else to achieve. Uh, I think you need to uh, build a team. I'm not saying ditch your, your, your professionals, but, you know, get involved, build a team around yourself. Um, don't leave it to others. And, learn from the successful people and the people that make money. If that's, if that's your goal to give you financial freedom, uh, that's, you know, where, where, where I think you need to be with it. Um, I think if you get on the uh, learning curve in a group uh, and especially if it has a mentor and a plan and it's pretty much proven, you can grow wealth faster build more cash flow and minimize risk. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, you know, if, if we've got listeners out there, how do they find, uh, you know, how do they, how do they find those mentors? How do they find these types of deals? You know, where, where do these, you know, where do they find, uh, you know, how they can lend out their money? Who's going to borrow that money? I mean, how do, how does somebody get in touch with all those pieces? Um, there's definitely groups out there that, that do this. Um, uh, you know, I've been to a couple of your meetings for us, and I think you've put together a, uh, the high speed Alliance is pulling people together with similar backgrounds, uh, similar understandings of what's been brainwashed into us from the TV and the, and the big companies. Um, and they've got some pretty successful people in there. So I think find yourself a group, uh, that you want to go to uh, uh, that will help you learn, minimize your risk. Uh, you know, you're talking about risk, you know, in the earlier questions and, you know, is real estate riskier? For some people it might be riskier, but for me, I grew up around it. I feel it's in my DNA. So when people ask me about real estate, I'm pretty good about it. Now, if they're asking me how to pull a, a tooth, um, <laughs> you know, in the back of your mouth, you know, I got the pliers and a hammer and that's as good as I got, you know, or a doorknob with a string, uh, you know, so everybody has their, their different experiences when you want to get in with a group of people that know this and can teach you where you want to go and how to get there with a proven path. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of groups around, but, um, I'm going to be at your meeting, uh, you know, in two weeks uh, and I enjoyed that and, and I enjoyed the, the learning that went on there. Well, I appreciate the plug and I, and I appreciate you being, uh, being, a, uh, one of our advisors and, and supporter. Um, so it, it, you know, what if somebody's listening and they say, ah, I don't want to do that. I just want to figure out all this stuff on my own. I mean, would you recommend somebody just trying to figure out how to do this on their own? Um, I, I, I okay. So if somebody <laughs> wanted, if somebody wanted to do that, you know, I mean, how much time do they have? Right. right? 
and why don't you just figure out dentistry on your own? Why go to college? <laughs> you know? Oh, I love it. Um, okay. So, um, uh, do you have a favorite, uh, a favorite quote, Carl, or do you have a favorite book or, you know, give us, give us, uh, you know, give us a favorite. Well, one of my favorites books is keep it and by Joe Luby. And the reason it's one of my favorite is I spent $20 and it saved me tens of thousands on mm. converting from a traditional to a Roth. I know that's tied into financials and I should probably be a little bit more philosophical, but, uh, uh, I, that's one of the ways I, I think it's one of my, my favorite, favorite books as a result of that. Um, the quote I like is, uh, and my father used to use it when I was growing up, he says, think and grow rich. And, and that not only meant from a monetary standpoint, but, he pushed down in, into his kids that your brain is one of the the best assets that you have. So use it uh, in your life, you know, think things through, make your decisions. Uh, and that was one of the books that I also read, you know, think and grow rich. So I just use that as a, one of my anchors when I, when I go back, you know, think for yourself, see if it makes sense and, you know, don't get too, too drawn up in all the media and the hype around you. It's not yeah. always, always right. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Love the quote. And I, I love the, uh, uh, the book you recommended that to me and I devoured it and I've recommended it to a ton of people. So, uh, uh, can't, can't, uh, underestimate the power of that book. Uh, it has a lot of really great tips in there, um, for, uh, tax strategies for converting, um, IRAs to Roth IRAs through discounting and leverage. Um, this really fantastic. I appreciate you recommending it to me. And if you're listening and you don't have it, you need to order it right now. So, uh, all right. What's, um, what's your definition of freedom, Carl? What's that mean to you? Um, well, I'll, I'll define a little bit more financial freedom. I can, I can talk about it, you know, with everybody taking a knee nowadays and living mm. in America, I really feel like uh, I've been blessed to live in America and had the freedom to choose my course of action, say what I want to say and do, do what I wanted, wanted to do. Um, but I, I was, you know, having to work for a living for a long time. Uh, and, so financial freedom to me is uh, basically passive income that surpasses my expenses and allows me to have time, right? Time is what I can't get back. I can always make more money, but it's a time that I can't get back. So, um, you know, interest works 24, seven, 365 days. You know, I can meet with one, one tenant, you know, and he may stay one year, five years or 10 years, plus um out there so those are pretty good returns on of my time for for the money mm. uh, so that's that's what i'm looking for is i don't want to trade dollars for time uh working for business i want it to be more passive uh in, in that aspect and let me live and do the things i want and spend time with my kids and family and of course hunt and fish <laughs> I love it. I was, I was going to make sure I brought that up if you didn't, but, uh, I love it. I love, uh, 
I love uh, what family and, and legacy means to you and, and uh, the way that you enjoy life and um, the way that you help people. So um, uh, I'm a big fan. Um, so if our listeners want to get in touch with you, uh, if they want to know more about Camel Plan or Carl Fisher, um, you know, how would you like them to reach out to you? I'd really like them to reach out um, at the meeting on the uh, 28th and 29th that you have down in uh, Alabama and Huntsville. But if they can't make that and they just want to uh, uh, touch me by uh, email, they can hit me at info at camaplan, C-A-M-A-P-L-A-N.com. Or they can schedule a meeting uh, with us by going to our website, C-A-M-A-P-L-A-N.com. Uh, or they can call our phone number. Uh, direct line is 215-283-2868. 215-283-2868. And then I also have an 800 number, which is 866 five five nine four four three zero eight six six five five nine four four three zero i don't even know do they even have toll-free cost anymore <laughs> now <it doesn't... laughs> i don't know you know long distance is free now just about everywhere so uh i don't That's... even know if it's that may be uh a thing of the past eventually but we'll see but uh um, and we'll we'll put all your contact information in the show notes so if you're listening and uh, if you miss that uh just you, we'll have that transcribed and on the website so uh uh, if you'd like to know more, if you'd like to meet Carl, he's going to be, uh, he, he's a regular at our meetings. So if you can go to our website at highspeedalliance.com uh, to find out the dates of our, our, of our upcoming meeting. If you want to hear more of our podcast from the High Speed Podcast, you can go to highspeedpodcast.com. And uh, if you're interested in, in going further than you think you can and getting there faster uh, than, than you think you can, um, just, you know, please, uh, contact me and, uh, at Dr. B DRB at highspeedalliance.com and, uh, love to love to help you. Um, Carl, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to flip over to our members only, uh, session here in just a second. So don't go anywhere, but if you've been, uh, uh, listening, uh, thank you. And, and Carl, thank you so much for, uh, for being with us and, and sharing some light. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, uh, Forrest. Look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. All right. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you for listening to the High Speed Podcast. You've been listening to the High Speed Podcast. To read our blog and to learn more, visit our website at www.highspeedpodcast.com.